good. I want to start episode two of Driving with Kevin. I am Kevin, your host. I want to thank you if you tuned in for episode one, uh, downloaded, podcast, streamed it. I don't really care how you listen to it. Spotify, Google, Apple, any of the other numerous apps out there. Uh, I just want to thank you for, for coming back, for tuning in again, see what else I got to say. That means a lot to me, more than you can imagine. So uh, we kind of left off on episode one of, of where this was going and, and who I am and what this uh, what I'm going to be doing. So I, I, I kind of left off, you know, I'm, I'm working for a job full time. I've been here five years. And it's killing me. I, you know, it's, it's not, I, I like the people. I love the owners. I deal with the deal with them uh, every day and I just the work though I, I, I'm just not someone that was made to sit in an office and look at computer screens it's driving me insane uh, for one so that's that's number one of why there's gonna be change in my life and you know that's gonna be uh, what this podcast is about the second is, uh, two years ago, if you remember the last podcast, I did mention I was paraplegic from a car wreck in 1990. Uh, so, before I had a wreck, I was a big snow skier. I, I, I loved, I mean, there's nothing I ever did that I enjoyed more than snow skiing, and, and I did a lot. Uh, when I had my car wreck, there wasn't internet, there wasn't YouTube, you know, it, it was hard to look up what's available to you, it's especially from small towns, and my parents moved me from a, a little place out the Panhandle of Texas to a small town in Oklahoma, and there just wasn't anybody around to, to see that this sort of it, that it even existed, that you could go skiing at that time. Uh, I mean, I say that, there kind of was, I, my parents took me in a year later after my wreck, they brought me up to Breckenridge uh, for some lessons. To be honest, I was still on so much drugs and stuff uh, that I, I don't really remember much of it. And then things have changed so much with the gear, but even then, you know, I, I never imagined that I could have moved to the mountains and skied all the time. It was just, oh, I can come up here and do this kind of silly stuff. But it wasn't, I don't know, it just, I, again, it could have been just because I was so drugged up at the time. I, I don't really remember it as being enjoyable or like skiing. Uh, so before I had my car wreck, I was a big athlete, and I really wanted to go to college on a sports scholarship. It didn't matter which one, football, baseball, track, you know, I, I would have took anything. But if I didn't, I had told my parents I wanted to move to Colorado. I wanted to be a ski guide in the winter and a rafting guide in the summer. Period. That, that's it. I wanted to, you know, hike, climb mountains. Uh, obviously, becoming paralyzed, I kind of put a, a damper on that, and I had to redo my my life. Uh, went to college, didn't graduate, uh, tried to work, took too many drugs, uh, doctor prescribed drugs at the time, and, and just couldn't couldn't ever find a passion, couldn't ever find anything I really enjoyed doing. All I could ever think about is, God, I wish I would have moved to the mountains. Man, I wish I could ski. So, with the internet and YouTube, I saw that, you know, there was skiing. But I still didn't even pay attention to just how much it had changed and what was available. Uh, and, I, and I just...
just, you know, I was moving to Oklahoma, I was always poor, and skiing is not exactly cheap. You know, if you live here and you know somebody, maybe, or if you live somewhere else, you know somebody and you come here and stay with them, but if you gotta move, drive to, say, Colorado, pay for a place to stay, pay for skiing lessons, all that adds up. It was not something I could afford, ever. I mean, I, I, I was, you know, living at poverty level or just barely above it, maybe. I, I don't know, 20,000 a year, whatever you call that. <laughs> uh, if I was making that, I mean, you know, when I was on disability, it was like $600 a month. Yeah, $600 a month. All those people that say, oh, they fake the system, they're, you don't get anything. So I, I don't know why you would fake being, say, disabled for five or $600 a month. It might've gone up some since then. I don't know, it's been a while, you know, at least a decade or so. So I've been on there, but when I got off of Social Security Disability, I was getting $600 a month. Uh, not enough to live on anywhere, really, unless you're just in a poor place, small, rural, poor place. But it's not going to allow you to move to Colorado or go skiing. So uh, it's not something I ever considered or thought about until I actually moved up here. And even after I moved here, even though I really wanted to go, you know, I just, I didn't, I had really stayed away from watching ski videos, set ski videos. But now I've been here. Two years ago, my wife bought me lessons for Valentine's Day. And since then, uh, I think I went three more times that year. And then last year, I went three or four more times. I, I had more scheduled, but COVID kind of closed everything down. So I didn't get to go. Uh, but now I've, I've experienced it. I've seen what there is. And I have that passion back of when I was a kid. And I once again want to become a ski instructor, ski guy. So that, that's my overall goal, long-term goal. It's not something that pays well, though. So I, I have to do something to, to raise, you know, to bring income in, bring uh, some funds in in the meantime. Uh, so I have my job now, and it brings in funds. Like I said, it's the best-paying job I've ever had. It's the longest I've ever worked for a place. But it's five days a week, sitting in the office, staring at a screen. That, that's not going to allow me to become a ski instructor because or a guide or what anything I need to be on the mountain skiing you know a couple times a week uh, three or four times a week every day of the week I'd be happy with I, I would not complain at all I would love to be skiing on the mountain every day so that's that's what I'm gonna work towards I've, I've never put down okay this is what I want to do this is what I want to work towards and set a goal and, and went after it. This is honestly the first time I've done that in uh, my 46 years, uh, almost 47 now. So that's my number one goal. That's why I can't stay at the job I, I have because it's not gonna allow that. It's not that they won't allow it, it's just the job in general. You know, it won't allow me taking off throughout the week. You know, the weekends are packed. You, up here in Colorado, if I go to Eldora Ski Resort, which is 20 miles from my house, you gotta get parking reservations, especially right now with COVID going on, and they're packed, they're booked. I, you know, during the week, all the time I can go. Uh, but on weekends, not so much. So it doesn't work with a job where you're working all week when the ski resort's open. So that's that's the number one reason for changing. Uh, that too, and again, I, I feel like I'm losing my soul there, just doing something I don't enjoy all day. I'm, again, I'm about to be 47. I can't continue doing things I do not enjoy. Uh, number two, 
and another huge, huge reason, just as big as becoming a ski guide uh, instructor. I don't even care if it's just volunteering, but that's what I want to do, and that's what I'm going to do. So the the second huge reason, no, first huge reason, I I don't know how you want to look at it. I know how my wife will look at it now. She'll be like, "Oh, you like that better than this?" Well, it's not so much more than the other. It's just what comes to my mind first. Uh, so the other huge huge thing is I want to stay here. I've, I've you know lived in the house I'm at for five years renting it. It's the longest I've ever lived in one place in my life. Growing up, uh, the longest I ever lived in one place as a kid was three years. I never lived in any place longer than three years. Uh, I lived in a trailer house in a trailer park for three years in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Uh, it, you know, so I've, I've moved a lot. I've, I've had lots of different jobs, obviously. And this is the longest I've lived someplace, and the longest I've had a, you know, this a, a job with a single company. So it's really hard to leave. It's it's scary. When people say it's scary, it is scary. I am I, I waffle back and forth every single day. Am I going to do this? Am I not? Am I going to? And and I'll be one moment like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, and then others like, oh. I don't but anyway, so the other thing, I, I, I want to stay where I'm living, in Colorado, in the mountains. But I don't want to rent, obviously, forever, especially some tiny little house. I, I'd like to have a house, I'd like to have a garage to do stuff in, uh, somewhere up here in the mountains. And where I'm working at is not going to afford me that. Uh, it's just not possible. I, I, I mean, it's possible. If everything worked out awesome, and we started selling a ton more product, started growing need to hire more people you know there so it, there is a possibility you know I, I, if we ever had any type of stock something I don't know we'd have that's a long ways off for us to ever get public but I'd have some stock options uh, but so I have to look at uh, reality and what I want to do in the future and what my job currently is going to allow me to do so the first thing to do now that I do that is is you know, I have to find a way to make the income to uh, let me live the lifestyle I want. And the only thing I can really think of, I mean, there may be other ways, I, I don't know, but it's a certain set now where I, I'm going to need residual income. That's, that's the way I'm looking at it. Something where I don't have to work all day, every day. You know, I'm, I'm kind of the one in control, so... Uh, that's gonna be going into sales in a way I guess it's it's my brother my younger brother's company he started a few years ago uh, I don't know if I can do it I've never done anything like it going businesses to business to try to set them up on a uh, credit card processing machines or not machines but accounts through his business in which they'll save money I mean that, that's the thing if, if you're out there and you're a small business owner Hey, reach out to me. I can it, it retail, you know, mostly cafes, restaurants, coffee shops, a uh, small retail store. We can knock your bill down to, I say we, it's not we yet, uh, $99 a month. And that's a big savings for a lot of companies. I mean, some companies pay thousands a month in credit card fees. And with the way he's got. 
got it set up, you can, like I said, knock that down to $99 a month. Uh, so that's, that's my goal. I'm going to go after it. In the meantime, I'm going to keep this podcast going. I'm going to keep you updated, you know, like I said, several times a week while I'm driving from town to town. Let's go to do that. I'm going to have to drive all over Colorado, which is absolutely awesome. It's not a problem at all for me. I love driving around Colorado. I take weekend drives with my wife just to, to drive in a little loop here or there. So if we're going to, I'm going to be going someplace during the week, driving through the mountains and stopping at little towns. That sounds pretty good. The only hard part, obviously, is going to be trying to, to sell while I'm doing that. Uh, so, to help with that, I'm going to need some, uh, some motivation. And I'm going to use this to, to help motivate me to get there. That's got me so scared. I mean, my the other day, I, I have a whoop strapped. Uh, that you know reads your heart rate tells you about your workouts your sleep your recovery all that the other day it told me I worked out for an hour straight with my heart rate getting up to 160 beats per minute uh, I think is that what it is beats per minute whatever <laughs> I think so <laughs> but anyway I didn't do any workout I just sat there for like an hour and a half thinking about this change thinking about do can I really take this chance am I Oh. And in doing so, it recorded me doing a, a, a pretty, uh, you know, hardcore workout for an hour. And I never hardly moved. That's just how much my heart was beating and how much my breath changed. Because I was so nervous. So, I mean, it was like a small little anxiety attack just thinking about leaving. And I've thought about leaving before, and it always happens, and I always talk myself out of it because I can't get through that. I can't get through the anxiety. These, I mean, I am. I've gone back to my wife probably 20 times in the last three days. So, are you sure about this? Do you, do you really okay if, if I do this? I mean, it's a lot because not only are we trying to become permanent here and buy us a house. Uh, we're trying to have a baby, a kid. Uh, we're, we're going through IVF. That costs money. And it's, again, something I'm not going to get at the job that I am working where I don't get paid. I mean, I get paid, like I said, the most I've ever been paid. But I live in Boulder, Colorado. And Boulder, Colorado's a very expensive place to live. And I'm paying rent, insurance, and a little more then have a little bit of spending money each month. But I'm not doing anything, if that makes any sense. You know, I, I don't have enough money to save up to pay for the IVF treatment. You know, it's going to take me a few years. Uh, I, it's just, you know, goals, goals. Buy a house, goals. Have a kid, which is going to be through IVF. Goals, become a ski instructor, ski guide goals be able to take vacation when I need to or want to uh, goals not setting an office in front of a computer screen all day so I'm gonna do everything I can to get out of that I've finally made that decision it's been hard and if anybody else is out there I, I know how you feel 
you're thinking about this, I, I mean, I'm leaving a salary job to chase residual income that might not ever get to where my salary is, but it could, and it could get much higher, and it could allow me a completely different lifestyle. So I, it's, you know, it's one of those things, everything I look at, should you take a chance if you're scared? And everything says, yeah, take the leap. <laughs> Some of the, the, you know, best improvement in people's life is taking that leap. And it's the scariest, hardest thing I've ever done, but it's doable. I mean, my wife was an accountant for 11 years. She quit accounting and her next job was working in the Walmart bakery because she wanted to go, uh, well, she just, she wanted to work in the food industry and become a, a baker, pastry chef. And so that was her first job after accounting for 11 years was to quit accounting and work in the Walmart bakery. Uh, she then went on to go to culinary school. She's a chef. She's since specialized in you know, baking and pastries. Uh, she was the pastry chef at the number one catering company pretty much here in Colorado. Uh, I know here in Boulder area and Denver area, they're always ranked as the top or one of the top. Here in Boulder, always the top. Uh, and one of the top in the Denver area too and she's been their pastry chef for five years till she got laid off for COVID so you know it worked out for her since it, she laid off she started up her own business where she's doing donut deliveries to people's front door uh, just, you know that's when she got laid off let's try this let's start doing donut deliveries on the weekends uh, and it's, it's doing it you know that's what she's still doing it's been almost a year now they're is some concern because I have put, had to help her some, you know, get going obviously with putting some money into it. But otherwise, it's just money that it makes she put back into it. Uh, she's in a mentor program where she got chosen to be one of 10 out of like, I don't know how many people, 60 people that applied for. Uh, so that's really cool and, and she's doing it. And I have just so much respect for her. I, I, she doesn't know how much I think about it. And, but it's a lot, that's big, for her to quit her career in accounting that she had wanted to do, change it to going into the food industry to become a chef, specifically a pastry chef. And now this is, well, second time she's owned her own business. We had a, a bakery in uh, Grapevine, Texas for a couple years and a catering company. Uh, that done okay, but not great. We, we were trying to spend way too much for rent to have a location on Main Street that we just couldn't afford was the biggest issue but you know we've, we've learned some since then and moved on so she's doing her thing and I'm scared shitless to do my thing <laughs> to, to be you know as brave as her is going to take a lot from me a lot of encouragement from her uh, did awesome yesterday I was, I was talking to a friend that I've known since high school and really, other than my wife, the only person I've shared this with thus far. And she she really gave me, you know, some good words of advice and a little pep talk, short but sweet. You know, that, hey, you're, you're one of the things you're doing is trying to do a podcast. I've been in radio, which she has. <laughs> and now she's a teacher at a college or two. I think she teaches at two or three colleges, actually, a class or two. But... She said she's, you know, worked in radio and the majority of the DJs she knows are not real smart. They just get on the air and talk. And if they can do it, I can do it. So 
here we are. We'll, we'll see. This, you know, it's not too uh, coordinated so far. It's just going to be blah, 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 blah. But that's mostly what this is going to be as I'm driving, like I said, uh, you know, I'm going to drive all over Colorado and you're going to have to be with me while we're doing this. You're going to have to ride along with me and keep me going. Uh, I want to turn this into a podcast that can help other people do the same thing. Still kind of fleshing out exactly where it's going to go, other than just these, you know, episodes introducing me. I just want to get out there of what I am doing this for and what's going on in my life while I'm doing it. And hopefully, I can, you know, motivate some other people out there to to. The first word that comes to my mind is to live, uh, to try something different, to get out of your comfort zone and to uh, take a chance. It's not easy. It is not easy. It is scary. I am, I know I've said this a lot, and I keep probably sound like I'm repeating myself, but it's just, that's how worried and scared I am about this uh, transition in life. But I think in the long run, it's what I want, and it's the path to the goals that I've set for myself. Best case scenario would be that this podcast really takes off and I get some sponsors. I, I, that's not something in the plan, so that, that's not what my goal is. I'm just going to do this, you know, like I said, to, to keep me going. To help maybe other people with the same thought process of, of wanting to leave but being so scared. Wanting to take a chance but not knowing what's on the other side and if it's worth it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. If I can go out and roll over all, roll, again, roll, not walk, all over these little towns, businesses to businesses, and find customers to, to sign up to come, uh, you know, hopefully save some money. I mean, that's what I want to do is, is help customers save money. But the, the long-term goal is I want to be skiing on the mountain every day like right now it's 9:47 in the morning on a Tuesday I am pulling into the parking lot at my work but god I would so love to be pulling into the parking lot at the ski resort right now uh, Eldora like I said 20 miles away wouldn't that be nice but no I am here at work so we're about to end episode 2 for you today and Thank you again for listening. It, it means the world to me. I hope you come back for episode three. I'll try to make that a, a little more, uh, you know, I'll think about it, put a little more thought into it instead of just pushing record and talking. Uh, I'll try to have something that I'm going to talk about. But this will be uh, part two of, you know, who I am, what this podcast is going to be out. And again, thank you very much for listening, for tuning in, for downloading. And have a great day out there. Uh, know that you can do it. You set your mind to something and then do it. Go after it. Let's do this together. Help me. I'll help you.